When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Harry Lyle Jr., Courtney Cronin, Woodrow Wilson Page Jr., and Bill Blasky. Aaron Judge paid. Yankees getting their star back. What it means and what it doesn't mean. And San Francisco losing out on Judge, but can I interest you in getting a Garoppolo back? Optimism for the playoffs. Let's go. You comparing Garoppolo to Judge? More handsome options. The Yankees completely surrendered. <laughs> Buster only. That's ah, a hot take. Surrendering to the judge, though. I mean, that does have a doink, doink vibe to it. So here's what Aaron Judge did by not signing last spring and having one of the greatest years in franchise history. He got $146.5 million more. Nine years, $360 million, that top-end number. Puts him behind Trout and Betts, ahead of Lindor and Tatis for biggest contracts in history of the game. Phil Plaschke, around the horn to you. How should Judge feel? How should the Yankees feel? How should fans feel? Aaron Judge should feel great. I mean, he gambled and won. He got over on the Yankees. The Yankees should feel a little bit embarrassed. There is, you know, even they, they basically low-bought him last spring. They could have signed him for maybe $50 million more than that last spring. They, they couldn't pull it off. Now they've got a player, pay $360 million to a 30-year-old player who's played two, basically two full seasons without injury, a player who bats 211 in the postseason, a player who is, mm. is very unlikely to, to work out mm. to the end of this contract. And I, I just think it's a risky move, but they had to do it. They had no choice. Okay, so and they had no choice, but one. it's a risky move. And I guess you agree with yeah. the sentiment of only that the Yankees had to surrender here and Absolutely. pay the man. Woody Page, how do you see it? Well, Bill's right. They had to do it. But Hal Steinbrenner wants to be like his dad, and he's not going to allow Aaron Judge to get away. If I'm Aaron Judge, I get a part-time job on Wall Street as an investor because I know how to handle my money and how to get more money. But in regard to this, I look at it like Albert Pujols when he left St. Louis and went California, Bill, that it worked out for a couple of years. But after that, even though we know he was the comeback player of the year, Albert had a string of about five or six years where he was really not the same player. And I think we're looking at the same situation with Judge, that he's only 30. He's not 32, 34, like a lot of these players that are signing free agent contracts. But you think when he gets to be 35, 36, because he's had injury problems, because he's going to get older, that this contract's going to be worn out long before he leaves. Courtney Cronin on the news of the day. Judge reuniting with the Yankees. 
Yeah, the San Diego Padres, the San Francisco Giants, they are not the New York Yankees, and the Yankees could not afford to be outbid by other franchises. That would go down on Hal Steinbrenner's legacy, and it's not a good look. This is a great thing for Aaron Judge, someone who decided to bet on himself and earn about $10 million more on an average annual basis from his contract, and that's something that Lamar Jackson is currently trying to do in the NFL. So we'll see if the two worlds can collide. But I think most times when you see big-name pen free agents go out and put big numbers up. To Woody's point, they go and sign somewhere else. So this is good for baseball that Aaron Judge was able to stay with the New York Yankees, a team that he very well could end up finishing his career with. And I think that going forward, it's good for other free agents for the Yankees to show, hey, we're not going to let our best players walk out the door and go sign somewhere else. And Harry Lowell's Jr., the reporting here is Judge came back to the Yankees and said, I want to remain a Yankee. And the money may have been more in San Francisco. It never really got to that point. May have been more in, in San Diego. So news of the day, he's reunited with New York. All good? Yeah, I think it's got to be all good because the biggest thing that would have been offensive towards Aaron Judge is if the Yankees didn't put that blank check on the table and say, here you go, because that's what they've always done historically. So when Buster says, yes, they had to surrender to this, they absolutely had to, not just because he is who he is, but he also just bet on himself, had the best season in that franchise's history, beat a record that most people thought could not be beaten from one of the players that is the most revered in one of the most revered franchises in all of sports. So you have to give him that contract, whether or not from an X's and O's standpoint is actually the best thing for your team or not. I think it's interesting to note that Babe Ruth, when he made $75,000, they said that's more than the president makes. And he said, I had a better year than the president. Judge could say that same thing now. <laughs> yes, he could say he's making more than the GDP of some countries at this point. But the, but the point is, this team did not make the World Series with Judge having the greatest year in franchise history, Plasky. So how much more work do the Yankees have to do? They have a lot of work to do. He's not going to change really anything with them. And it's important to note, before this offseason, 26 $200 million plus or more contracts were given out, only six to position players. Teams know this is a huge, huge risk. And again, the Yankees got stuck. They had to do it. They're, they're going to end up regretting it in the long run. We've been horned. We'll move on. News today from Buffalo. The Bills, they were holding out hope Von Miller could be back for the stretch run in the playoffs, maybe the Super Bowl, that his knee was just strained. That was the initial report, meniscus tear. This week's exploratory surgery showed a torn ACL. Bob Miller out for the season. Courtney, how does this affect the landscape in the AFC and the NFL? I've never been in the camp that believes Von Miller not being on the Buffalo Bills means that their Super Bowl dreams are dead. I don't think that at all, considering this is an offense that's top three in scoring, in yards, in third down percentage, in first downs. I think they're going to be okay. And fortunately for them, they've got Greg Rousseau back from injury. Uh, AJ Epinesa is back from injury. Ed Oliver's done a good job in place of Von Miller on the opposite side of the line so far this season. And the workaround here is the blitz. We saw Leslie Frazier dialed that up considerably against Detroit, the game that Von Miller got injured in. And last week against the Patriots, they pressured Mac Jones on nearly 40% of their dropbacks. I think they'll be okay. Harry, now that hope has been ruled out for Von Miller, what position are the Bills in? Look, I think to Courtney's point, they're still certainly Super Bowl favorites and contenders, but I do think that this is a massive loss because the reason that you signed him was for two 
like two people in particular with Pat Mahomes and Joe Burrow because you have to be able to get pressure on those guys in January if you're ultimately going to get to those Super Bowl aspirations and dreams. He was leading the team in sacks. And I also think for him, in terms of a longer term perspective, it's concerning because it's the same ACL he tore in 2013. But to me, if you're a Bills fan and you're superstitious, you still like your odds here because the last two teams he played for, they won the Super Bowl. He's still on your roster. Maybe they could make it three for three. No flashkey on this injury. I think this is huge, and I disagree with Courtney. I saw what Von Miller did for the Rams last year. He changed everything. I saw what he did in the very first game this year. He had two sacks against the Rams, started the Bills off in a great season. And Harry's right. He was signed to stop Mahomes. He did stop Mahomes on that last drive in their regular season game. He adds this intangible to that locker room that I saw with the Rams. The guy's a winner. He's a champion. This is a huge loss. And Woody Page. Yes, I saw him be an MVP in the Super Bowl. And what he did for the Rams last year, you would indicate that in big games, he plays big. He comes up big. But I think having watched him in their last game, Courtney's right. I saw three guys that actually were playing extremely well, and I went, maybe they won't miss him as much as people think they will. They're going to depend totally not totally. They're going to depend uh, dominantly on their offense and Josh Allen and how he plays. I don't think this is as big a loss as Bill and Harry think. I think they're going to be able to, to at least solve some of those problems defensively. But we're coming back to the offense having to play extremely well, Josh Allen's especially. Bill's had as good a week as anybody in the AFC last week because they jumped up to the one seed. And we'll take on the Jets this weekend. All right, look at those scores. Anybody's ball game in buy or sell. But wait first, check this out. What do you get the show that has everything? A 20th anniversary special. I shrug my shoulders when people ask me how the point system works. I don't know. There are just these runs of points somebody will get. He could go into next season. Oh, sure. That's a 95-yard drive right there. <laughs> a Dundee, what happened? Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. The defending champs picking up Baker Mayfield yesterday off of waivers. When they did that, there was some wonder whether they did it to keep him away from San Francisco. But news today from Los Angeles is that there's a shot Mayfield could play tomorrow night versus the Raiders. Bill Blaschke, this is your account. Could this possibly be a good situation for Mayfield or for the Rams? It's going to be interesting. A true story in 2018, Sean McVay flying to the Combine on Southwest Airlines, sat next to Baker Mayfield. And he met Baker and and he enjoyed his company. He, He was really fascinated by the kid. He really liked what he had to do. I think he's always wanted to have a shot at what he can do with that ability. Now he has that shot. Baker's got a shot to try it for other teams. It's, it's a win-win. After it's one day, he's all with. right to be playing? No. Wait, let, let's go thumbs up or thumbs down Whether there was an interesting story that they once sat next to each other on Southwest Airlines. Is that interesting, Woody? Are you with it? You think there's some insight there? All right, there you go, Flash. Go ahead, Drew. The fact that it's Southwest. The fact that it's yeah. Southwest. Oh, okay. You can move around the country. Go ahead, Woody. That was, that was a great story, Bill, but it has an unhappy ending that he actually does start <laughs> Thursday night. Uh, but if he wins a game with the Rams, I want him to take the Rams flag out to midfield and plant it, and that would be his comeback. No, I think it works out for both teams. The Rams are it's so bad game, this Woody. year. Baker's been bad. So, well, he still planted the flag. Okay. All right, enough of this. Courtney Cronin, please. I mean, they're a 3-9 and nine football team. What is the risk in just throwing him out there? It's better than what you have with an injured backup and a third-string quarterback that can't throw the ball downfield. And for Baker Mayfield, in his proje- uh, his trajectory beyond the 2022 season, Sean McVay might not revitalize his career, but he can help him get there. There are plenty of McVay assistants around the NFL where if Baker Mayfield can perform well enough in six games, a nice sample size there, he might be able to compete for a mid-level job somewhere else. The market for mid-level quarterbacks, you cannot underestimate. Harry Lyle Geno Jr. Smith, Andy Dalton, uh, Taylor Heineke oh, look, playing I'm buying right now. There's that a market SoFi for guys like Stadium that. is a better stadium for him to live in than the Cleveland Stadium. But I'm also buying that this isn't a huge deal for the Rams because they don't have their first-round pick. And I'm also buying that this is a big deal for Baker Mayfield because, dude, you're on your third team in two years. I think a lot of people are going to view him as, look, if Sean McVay can't save you, then what choice okay, would, but I, often why would here, I try to take? Okay, but you're here. They don't even know you? the playbook. This is one day, and they're going to throw him in on Thursday night. That's a stunner. We'll move on. Buy or sell two. Pro Bowl voting. Fan voting. Who's number one right now in the first release? Guys, it says it right on the screen. Tua Tungabailoa ahead of Justin Jefferson, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey. Woody Page, buy or sell Tua? I'm buying it. I think that a lot of people, because of what he went through and the concussion protocol earlier in the year, said, eh, let's give him a vote. I, I never thought about the, the Dolphins fans being the best fans in the NFL, and you can vote as many times as you want to, but maybe he plays great flag football because the Pro Bowl is no longer a Pro Bowl. Cody Cronin. I'm buying that fans love offense because the number four player in the fan vote right now is Tyreek Hill, the person that Tua Tagovailoa has revitalized his career with, and he throws in the ball a lot. So, yeah, I mean, those two, that makes a ton of sense to me as to why they're both in the top five in voting. Okay. Tua Tagovailoa, number one in fan vote for the Pro Bowl. This doesn't surprise you, Harry? How do you read it? No. 
No, not at all. I am absolutely buying that Tua is the only player that could have been number one. One of my best buddies, Marcelo Ijac, is our Dolphins beat writer for ESPN, and I can tell you every single week I get to hear about how nuts that Dolphins fan base is in Tua and on. There is absolutely no way after all the criticism that Tua heard at the beginning of the year that they were going to not make sure that he was the number one vote-getter in the Pro Bowl. This makes all the sense well, in the I mean, world. And he's also deserving, sure, but ahead of Patrick Mahomes, Voplashki? Bills Mafia, I'm calling you out. You think you're the best fan base in the NFL? Mm. Where's Josh Allen in this voting? Mm. You can break, you can break tables, you can jump off cars, you can tear up parking lots, but you can't vote for Josh Allen. Josh Allen should be number one in this, and, I, and the, especially given the fan base, given the the uh, veracity of the fan base, I think he should. I'm stunned. In the end, fan voting will be one third of it. Players and coaches will be the other. Uh, Two-thirds. We'll move on. Former USC and former Georgia and former West Virginia quarterback JT Daniels is buy or sell three as he's looking to transfer to his fourth school. Transfer portal is the crux of a lot of conversations across the landscape of this sport you cover, Harry Lyles. Buy or sell a fourth team for Daniels. Look, initially when you check this out, it's like, really? Fourth team? But look, I'm buying that this is a good move for JT. He is viewed as a quarterback with a strong arm, one of the more intelligent quarterbacks in the college game. A lot of things went wrong at West Virginia this year. He had a lot of big receivers that were great to throw to. That is a team that stopped doing that during the year. He's looking to go somewhere where he's going to be able to show off his pro talent because he still thinks that he's going to be able to get Bill, there. Bill, does this show the transfer portal is working or maybe not working? It's working. I covered JT his first year at USC, one of the best prospects I've ever seen. Now he gets a chance to maybe find a way to make that talent work. And look at kids in their 20s, and I've I've got them. They change jobs, Tony. They change jobs all the time. This is a job. He has a freedom to change it. Good for him. Yeah, I think he should be uh, determined that the Tim Kalashaw winner because Kalashaw went to, like, 14 schools, so why not do that? Well, why not? Uh... It's a journey, and he's on a journey, and he's trying to play football and get a chance to play in the NFL. I don't blame him at all. In today's climate in college football, it makes sense. I'm buying that it works out for players like JT Daniels, quarterbacks, because there will always be teams that are in search of a QB. It doesn't always work out for other players that play other positions. And the thing that worries me about the transfer portal with that is that if you enter and then the door behind you slams and you can't find another one that opens, where do you go? But yeah, it'll work out for JT Daniels. He'll find a fourth team. Buy or sell four. We got some time. Let's go. NBA introducing a trophy for the best regular season record. They'll call it the Maurice Podolov Trophy. It's the NBA's version of the NHL's President's Trophy. Courtney, buy or sell the Maurice Podolov Trophy. I'm selling it because I don't know who Maurice Podolov is. At least I didn't until I was researching for the show. And on top of that, it kind of looks like a poor man's version of the Western Conference and Eastern Conference Finals Trophy. It's not a spark. Well, now that you did the research, tell everybody who Maurice Podolov is, Courtney. He's former commissioner of the NBA. 1949 to 1963. Harry Lyles Jr. Yeah, I'm I'm selling this. Like, my first thought when I saw this was, okay, so, like, this is a trophy that would, in theory, have reminded us of the Mavericks team that lost to the We Believe Warriors in 2007 and also the 73-9 Warriors. Like, to me, this doesn't add anything necessarily. So, like, I guess it's fine. I just, I don't see the reason for it. And we're doing this on, what, December 7th? Okay. Bill Plaschke. Why have a trophy that nobody wants to win? No, but two of the last 10 NBA best best records have won the championship. 
five of the last like 17, two of the last 17 hockey teams, NHL teams have won it. Nobody wants to win this trophy. Why have it? <laughs> they stole it from the National Hockey League, of course. And nobody ever wanted to win the President's Trophy. Nobody could tell you who won the President's Trophy. It wasn't the Avalanche. I didn't know. It was Carolina last year. So why no, in the world Florida. are you going this direction? <laughs> it makes no sense. Okay, it was Florida who won the President's Trophy last year, Woody. Um, Maurice Podoloff was uh, the NBA's president, I guess commissioner, those first years. But it's been about seven decades. Name it after a legend right now. Who's got the best win percentage by any player in league history? Kareem. It's actually Magic Johnson. Right now, it's actually Kawhi Leonard, but he's still active and that can go the other way. Magic, get, call it the Magic Trophy. That's got a nice name to it anyway. Harry Lyles, Bill Plaschke. Showdown, two minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Flashy Lyles Jr. and Showdown. But first, during the break, we found out there are two Magic Johnson awards and trophies already in the NBA for uh, cooperation with media and for Western Conference MVP. So we need a new name for the trophy with the best record. I'll say the Tim Duncan because he's also near the top of the list. The Kareem. For and Kareem, the Kareem Kareem's Cup. also got a lot of awards named after him. We're going to go to Showdown. How about we do that? NHL last night. Draft was five months ago. This was Shane Wright. When he was selected by Seattle, look, he was staring down Montreal because they didn't pick him. At least that's what everyone thought. He said not exactly, but everyone thought that. Last night, Canadians cracking Shane Wright's first career goal ever versus Montreal. Bill Plaschke, grade that revenge story. A++. He even said, the kid said a draft that he had a chip on his shoulder against the Canadians. The stare was real. I wouldn't be surprised if his teammates set him up to make mm-hmm. sure he scored a goal. Harry? Yeah, it's absolutely an A++. 12 out of 10. Look, we always hear about players having chips on their shoulders about how something on draft night went. It is not often that you get to look them in their eyes and then end up scoring a goal on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Showdown 2. TNT last night. And, I mean, I don't even know. Kenny Smith's hit on Shaq. Into the Christmas tree. Look at Shaq. I mean, this is beyond explanation here. Shaq did it again a second time just to prove it was no thing for the diesel. But what was this, Harry? And what should Shaq be able to do to Kenny Smith now that Kenny Smith pushed him into a Christmas tree? 
I think Shaq is going to have to show some restraint just because of the size difference. And if this is actually what it appears to be, that is some incredible lower body strength from Kenny to be able to push Shaq like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> Bill Plasky. I've been around Shaquille O'Neal many years. There is no way Kenny Smith pushed him into that Christmas tree. There's a, this is a setup, fellas. Don't fall for it. It was all planned. It was all rehearsed. Shaquille's so funny. He's so engaged. Oh, even if it was this. a setup, he's still physically pushed him into the tree. Shaq physically went into the tree. Shaq jumped. He, he touched him. Shaq jumped. Ari Lyles Jr., 30 seconds of face. I've got a message for the fun police of social media. Last week, a lot of people were upset about people posting their Spotify rap. This week, people are upset about AI-generated photos that people are posting on Instagram. Look, if you do not like these things, you should probably just keep scrolling. Let people have their fun. People have fun in different ways. Just because you enjoy it, don't enjoy it, does not mean others shouldn't. In fact, I'm going to turn this clip into an Instagram note, and if you don't like it, you should do what you should do if you see those things and keep scrolling. I have no idea what he's talking about. We'll see. We'll see how that works out for you, Harry. We'll see you tomorrow. I have clueless.